be incredibly quick to respond. That's something that I'm very good at, and that's something that some of my clients who are incredibly effective at raising investor capital are good at. Before we get into today's episode, I want to mention today's best ever partner and give you a free gift. And that partner is Fund That Flip, and they're going to be giving you a free deal analysis spreadsheet. You know who Fund That Flip is, don't you? Because you're a loyal best ever listener. They've been a sponsor on the show. Matt Rodak, the founder of Fund That Flip, has been on the podcast multiple times, giving us his insight on the online lending process. Fund That Flip provides fast, reliable funding for your house flip projects. They're an online platform, makes the application process entirely easy, and they've got a whole bunch of experts on their team who can help you get funding in 24 hours and close within as few as seven days. And all of you best ever listeners, you're getting a free spreadsheet to help you analyze your projects. Go to fundthatflip.com forward slash best ever. That's fundthatflip.com forward slash best ever, and you'll get a free deal analysis tool that'll help you provide a scope of work for your projects, create the scope of work, analyze the profitability of the project, or if it's not profitable, you need to know that too, and make a determination on the max purchase price. Super important. You can print out all the detailed reports. And that will help you get your deals funded faster. Go to fundnetflip.com forward slash best ever. Get that free analysis tool, fundnetflip.com forward slash best ever. Best ever listeners, welcome to the best real estate investing advice ever show. I'm Joe Fairless. This is the world's longest running daily real estate podcast. We don't get to any fluff. We only talk about the best advice that moves your real estate investing business forward. Today's Friday. Happy Friday. Almost happy new year too, my friends. Hope you're having a wonderful holiday and let's go ahead and get right into it. Because it's a holiday season, I want to make the best use of our time. Well, I usually like to do that too, but we'll just stay consistent. Well, what I got going on right now, we just closed on a 200 unit apartment community in Garland, Texas. We actually have that all wrapped up. Management is in place. Looking forward to seeing and overseeing the business plan being implemented. Basically, we're putting in about $5,000 a unit, increasing rents about $75 to $100, and are projected on a five-year hold, going to refinance after two years, and then hold on to it for three more, and then look to sell in year five. So that's a big project that just got completed. And what I also have personally is closed on my primary residence with Colleen, my fiance. Really happy about that. And next week, we'll start broadcasting from my new home office. Looking forward to it. Going to have a vision board all over one of my walls. I'm going to try and get a life-size vision board. Going to be pretty cool. And going to do a Facebook Live follow-along Friday shortly and keep you posted on that. So today, what I want to talk about is... Some ways that are not obvious when we want to raise money. So these are some ways that can help you out that perhaps you haven't thought of if you are raising private money or looking to bring in investors. So I was actually talking to one of my clients the other day, and we were talking through some successful things that I've done or other clients of mine have done 
to bring in investors to deals that make sense. And some of these, I think you're going to find that you haven't heard of before. Some of you might have, but it's good to reinforce things that you already know, but perhaps aren't practicing to the fullest. So here we go. And normally what I do with lists is I say, okay, here's like the top seven or eight things. But I've noticed that when I do that, I skip around and I then lose track of how many I've actually stated. So I'm not even going to say how many actual things there are that I'm going to mention. You can keep track at home if you want. More importantly, here's all the things in no particular order. Number one, call them. What I've realized is that we get so caught up in emails and text messages that we forget the art of the freaking phone call. And I had one investor three deals ago who had invested in a couple deals. He had expressed interest in the third deal, but I hadn't heard from him and my emails had, had gone unresponded to. So I gave him a call. Well, it turns out he invested in that deal and he ended up being an investor who invested big time in future deals. I mean, big, big time. So what I realized is, man, sometimes you just got to pick up the phone and call investors and have that conversation because there's all sorts of different ways that we like to receive communication. It depends on the person. And there's all sorts of ways that we respond to certain types of communication. Some people are more responsive to text messages. I am not. I hate text messages. Some people are more responsive to phone calls, emails. I'm very responsive to emails and phone calls I return as well and I usually pick up. But not everyone's like me. Other people like communication and different methods. So make sure that when we are raising money or attempting to bring in maybe a partner on a fix and flip that we are actually picking up the phone and calling people. I know it's a ridiculous thing to say but it's effective and I've seen it firsthand work in my business. Number two is, and this is for larger deals. If you're concerned about having investors say, yes, I'm interested, but then ultimately when the deal is put in front of them and them saying, oh, well, actually just kidding, or have a change of plans, then perhaps what you could do, and this wouldn't legally bind them to anything, but it would give them more of a commitment and level even though, again, it's not legally binding. You can have them fill out an investor qualifier because that's ultimately what they're going to have to fill out whenever they do the legal documents when they actually sign the PPM, sign the operating agreement, and sign the subscription agreement. They'll also fill out an investor qualifier. And you can give them the investor qualifier during your initial conversation when they say, yes, I'm interested in investing when you have a deal. Because that at least has them read through something and write down their information. It doesn't get personal with submitting bank statements. It simply says, yes, I'm a qualified investor or I'm an accredited investor. I make, I think it's $200,000 a year with a reasonable expectation to make it this year. I've made the last two years or spouse income is combined 300000 or I have a million dollars net worth, not including my primary residence. And there's all sorts of other miscellaneous ways to qualify, but have them fill this document out, send it to you. And again, it's not legally binding, but at least it would establish more of a commitment level with them and because they're signing some documents. So that could be a way of curbing the, yes, I'm interested, but then when they actually get the deal, 
No, I'm not interested. Thanks, though. So here's another way to more effectively raise money. Be incredibly quick to respond. That's something that I'm very good at, and that's something that some of my clients who are incredibly effective at raising investor capital are good at. My business partner, Frank, is very good at that. One of the most important things for me in a business partner, whether it's an investor or someone I'm doing deals with, is to be able to have an open line of communication with them, being able to talk to them very easily and, quite frankly, whenever I need to, and vice versa. They should be able to talk to me whenever they need to because we are in a world where things are moving quickly, there's a lot of distractions, and people expect to receive a response, especially investors or business partners. So responding very quickly, I know sometimes that's going to overtake some of your activities, but depending on your business priorities, you've got to be able to respond very quickly. And then also perhaps setting expectations if you do have a time frame where it's just you're not going to be able to respond. And I'm not talking about I'm responding to emails at midnight, waking up and checking my email. I don't do that. But what I do is if an investor or a client or a business partner has a question, I'm on top of it immediately. And that's something that I've seen firsthand with some, I won't name names, but I've seen firsthand with some business people in real estate and not in real estate who have companies and are entrepreneurs, but they don't respond quickly. Their business just dies. You have to be able to jump on things very quickly nip it in the bud before it turns into a monster, and then address and then move on. The worst thing that can be done on a little bitty problem is to let it fester and then grow into a monster. Just knock it out right out of the gate, and then it will end up just not being anything compared to if you don't. Another thing, and this is something that I've realized now that I have a fiancé, but before when I was single, obviously I didn't have the other perspective, if you build relationships as a couple with your investors, oh my gosh, makes such a difference because it's another dimension of being a human being and you are ultimately building a friendship as we should with investors. And if your significant other is getting to know their significant other and you become more friends then that's going to help from a long-term standpoint, especially helps with referrals. I've noticed that firsthand. So for all you single Best Ever listeners, well, sorry, but for all the Best Ever listeners who have significant other, are in a relationship, highly recommend building friendships and when relevant, having dinner with significant others and really growing that relationship because it definitely adds a level of trust and credibility because they get to know you personally and get to know your family personally better. And that is one way that I've gotten a ton of referrals as through the investors who we've had couple dinners with and couple evenings out or weekends away. And lastly is go out of your way to accommodate one of my clients who is raising money for a deal he went out of the way to set up a personal tour of a property that we were buying. 
is actually the property we just closed on in Garland. And that investor was blown away by the personal tour that he had set up. So I don't know how many things I just gave you. Hopefully you were counting. I counted, here's number one, but then I just stopped doing that. But I know that one of these things was a surprise to you because quite frankly, I just kind of uncovered these things whenever I was assessing what was working, what wasn't working from a money raising standpoint. That wouldn't be obvious. Some of these things hopefully were surprising to you. Hope you have a best ever weekend and remember to go to besteverconference.com. I want to meet you in person. The best ever speakers want to meet you in person. Denver, Colorado, February 24th and 25th. Go to besteverconference.com. Remember to get your free deal analysis tool for your flips at fundthatflip.com forward slash bestever. That's F-U-N-D-T-H-A-T-F-L-I-P.com forward slash bestever. It will detail your scope of work help you analyze if the project's profitable, and make a determination on the max purchase price. Fundthatflip.com forward slash best ever. Best ever listeners, it is here. Well, it's almost here. February 24th and 25th. The conference, the best ever conference. Have you signed up yet? Oh, if you haven't, you better sign up right now. It's going to sell out. Besteverconference.com. I'm going to be there. A bunch of the guests who you've heard interviewed on the show are going to be there. Just go to besteverconference.com and look at all the speakers that you're going to hear from that will help you move your business forward in 2017. I want to meet you in person. The best ever guests who are speaking at this event want to meet you in person. And people who haven't been interviewed on this podcast who are speaking at the conference, they want to meet you in person. Go to besteverconference.com.